This is episode 294 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by my good friends, Marcel. Asian Manzano. Oh, come on. It's not that hard. Flossy, nasty, the helipulification. What, what, is, what even is that? It means, um, it means when you perceive something to be of cheap value or valueless. So it is an actual word. So are you, are you calling yourself this? No, I am just proving that you cannot read. I thought it was gibberish, to be completely honest. I, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time you would have just slapped the keyboard in the in the nickname section. Just saying. All right. <laughs> Will, minus 12, and still one. Haywood. Show me your dice stats again, Marcel. Show, show them to me again. <laughs> I show them, like, every other round, but they're not as bad yeah, as every, you. Yeah, <laughs> every Stop single Stop showing round. dice stats terrible and ryan twice the pride double the fall stan azuski ah uh, yes the one and only the masterful duelist dooku himself all right so as for announcements and news yes this last weekend gsp was at the las vegas open bringing you live premiere x-wing action it was great to be back uh behind the driver's seat and having a great stream um our co-host james ritter was with me and uh it was it was just a it was a great time we were both uh he drove back home uh he he's up in utah and uh interesting story so his sister-in-law was having a the same weekend a bachelorette party in las vegas so he's like hey originally it was supposed to be the week before he's like hey can you move your 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 bachelorette party one week later so i can just travel with y'all so i can be at lvo so that ended up working out so thanks james sister-in-law for moving your bachelor party for us. But thumbs up. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. And again, shout out to LVO uh, and Frontline Gaming for providing the internet. Um, but yeah, I just I want to start today by talking about Las Vegas Open. Uh, what were some of the great things that happened? Uh, some uh, what was a winning list. Um, the champion for LVO may end up popping in. Uh, we did invite him on the cast, uh, but he is still in Las Vegas, and uh, time zones are weird. So uh, if we don't hear from him, not a big deal. And if we do, then awesome. Uh, our podcast episodes brought to you by our GSP patrons. It is the number one way to support us. You go to Patreon com slash gold squadron thank you to everybody who has done so all right the las vegas open and what i want to actually start with is i want to talk about a brand new to not necessarily brand new but new to the premier level circuit uh brian seraphine absolutely did amazing i was um very professional worked really hard and was willing to ask questions which i think is the number one quality when somebody's like 
getting into that new like leadership position is being able to like tap people like hey i know that you've done this before dion he reached out to d yoon he reached out to me he reached out to chris allen people who have run these premier level events before to ask for guidance and help and it was it it showed in his overall performance and also shout out to brian Gambrel, you know, I'll be honest, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce his last name, but Kuat Print Yards, a.k.a. the person who made Roll Better, because this was the first time we ran a premier level event through Roll Better, and uh, he was on call helping fix things as we went, and um, you know, it's the rise of a new tournament software for X-Wing, and we got some cool new features. It was just uh, overall really great, and of course, it was awesome to see all of the players there. Um, out of the GSP crew, uh, me and James were the only two that were able to go uh this year but uh it was it was a good time it was a good time we had a bunch of players and today we're going to be focusing of course on uh th those top cut lists so i figure we go ahead guys and start with looking at the uh the top lists let's go ahead and make it happen so you're gonna buy by the way one of the things that we are working out with with roll better is you're gonna see a bunch of uh like screen names and not real names but we'll be able to tell you who is who and their placements and things like that so this is uh james stumbo our champion and ryan go ahead and uh break down their list of figure as our resident separatist player um let's go ahead and make it happen oh is he here I believe our guest is here. It's actually oh, perfect timing. Perfect timing. Let's let's get him in. Let's get him in. One second, James. All right. Just got to click a couple of buttons, and you will magically appear on the screen. All right. Button. Button. And let computer magic happen. There he is. LVO champion, James Stumbo. <sighs> oh, the crowd goes wild. No worries, my friend. No worries. So, um... Before we actually get into your list, I want to get some I want to get some background on you because, you know, we we've we cover tons of X-Wing and we've been to pretty much I would say between us, we've been to every premier event in the United States. I'm like fairly certain about that maybe minus one or two over the last few years uh and i believe you're a, a newer ish player if i'm not mistaken i don't think I've, I've seen you at an event before like this yeah okay yeah all right hold on. some people are saying that they can't hear you so let me let me click uh click a couple more buttons uh control that give me a quick uh test one two for me test one two there it is so you said you've been to the scrub down yeah i've been to the midwest scrub down um but that's really about it i uh, started playing shortly after lvo last year yeah, and oh, like, let's thing. let's get let's get that player history. So, um, like, so you said you started playing about about a year now. Uh, really started playing after this, um, like the scrub down. Mm -hmm. Uh, just nothing really goes on in my area, so we, I travel. <laughs> yeah, there's just not a whole lot to go to. So. 
So where where uh, where whereabouts are you from? I'm from Iowa. Okay. Oh. We have, Will's from Iowa. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Des Moines area. I yeah, don't know I'm anything over. about Iowa geography, so I don't, it means nothing to me. <laughs> Iowa, where, where is that, Will? Des Moines is central. I'm uh, very east. Right. You're almost in Illinois. You trip and you fall I'm, into I'm Illinois, in Illinois, right? Yeah. <laughs> more or less. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like, what, what, is your, what is James Stumbo's X-Wing origin story? Like, where when, – how did you start? Did you just stumble upon the game? G- give, us, give us the story. Um, I have a couple friends who played it in the past, and I'm, when I was looking for a new game to play, they were like, hey, check this out. They started with Destiny. I'm like, ah, that just feels like a dice game. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, what about X-Wing? It's like, X-Wing feels like infinite chess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. That's awesome, man. And um, so you've been playing for about a year. Um, you, you were able to get in with your buddies. Uh, let's go ahead and let's shift to this year, LVO. Um, what was your list? <laughs> uh, three hyena bombers with prox mines and landing strut. Dirge with uh, seismic charge, proton cannons, false transponder codes, and the title. Mm-hmm. That was it, Zandu Blood. Yep. And uh, Count Dooku. <laughs> uh, with proton bombs, proton cannon, or proton torpedoes. General Grievous. And title. I feel like there's something else. Hate. Hate, that's right. Yeah. So, like, what, what was the inspiration? And by the way, for anybody who didn't watch the stream, this Count Dooku isn't, like, when people hear Count Dooku, a lot of people are assuming that it's the Siege of Coruscant Count Dooku. It's not. It's the, it's the OG one, right? Custom Dooku. Yeah. So what was the inspiration behind this list? So it's really designed to force my opponent to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Do they want to go and try to get the seven points out of Count Dooku, or do they want to get Proxmite? Right. <laughs> and, and fight those nine points. And a lot of people chose to go after Dooku. And so he he's fine with that. He's a monster of a point fortress, and he's almost impossible to kill in seven or eight rounds. Well, let's clarify, too, why is he so difficult to kill? Because a lot of people see that decloak as a movement tool or that cloak token as a movement tool for decloaking. But what did you do? Uh, I used it more as a force point, uh, point, uh, point fortress where you just evade, hide. If you need to reposition, it's there. And then you recloak. And you're a big base ship with 10, 10 health. Three evade and a Grievous if you need it. And if you kill a bomber, then Grievous respawns and he's just got one more health now. And so he just stays cloaked and <coughs> lets you try to kill him. <laughs> and that's, you know, so we, I believe we had you on stream twice. By the way, I wore this shirt in honor of the hyena bombers, the death pizzas, <laughs> right? I, mean, I had to. I had to. I couldn't miss yeah. the opportunity. Um, 
So did you have many people opt in to the hyena bombers? Because those, those things are scary with those proximity mines. Yeah, I had uh, it was either two or three opponents that went after the hyenas, and they just trade so well. Um, I think uh, Ryan Farmer went after the hyenas, and one of the hyenas got away. His Luke had one health, and <laughs> Count Dooku was bearing down on him with proton torpedoes and ready to go. So they just they trade really, really well. I almost always get at least six to eight points out of them and one gets away so, so i you know i only got to see the oh, i didn't only get to see the final but as far as your games i only got to see the final right and um uh i was i i was surprised that the setup and the choices made throughout obviously it worked out you did the whole thing but um you know i'll Especially in the chat, as I was reading through the chat, you know, your bombers were like five engagements away from being effect, uh, being basically in the scrum of things. And, you know, when I fly and when most people fly Dooku, they're basically leveraging like, hey, I get shot. Now, you know, I, I defended the entire time and now I'm going to shoot you. And then next turn, I'm going to recloak and um, kind of like rinse, repeat. And the entire actually the entire game in that particular one um you chose never to decloak and even if you had a free shot and nobody else was shooting you you were like no i'm gonna stay decloaked and even on a, a couple occasions um uh you even chose to not spend the force to like get rid of a stress token or something like that uh, uh that was just a just <laughs> opportunity there <laughs> okay okay i just didn't know if you were, you were just like, being like nope i'm never gonna decloak it. i'm just gonna be like all my yeah, friends that, is this I, I, I've rewatched that game like three times now. I'm just like, oh, I'm so bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it but, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing, James. It worked out. You could have just basically won harder. Is essentially what right. what, what it ends up coming down to, right? Pretty much, and it's just like I can't take the, the chance with like the um, I think it's second sister. She has a reposition mm -hmm. in the system phase, so. If I, if you were ever get a bump on me, or she would ever get a bump on me, then Dooku can't flip again. And if he gets blocked, he's just now he's stuck. <laughs> so it's no, like, I mean, no, and it, can't, it, I mean, it makes it. sense after seeing it, like, like and seeing it through, and especially seeing how um, kind of Dooku stuck around forever. Um, I wish my TIE fighters would learn that trick. Uh, maybe give yeah, them the force. <laughs> no, yeah, those guys are fine. It's just that it's, it's really modded. And, yeah. um, you know, I think that yeah, I, I, and everything I, else. I went back and counted. He rolled 29 evade dice. And he rolled, like, 16 evades naturally. And it's like, if that was even across the board, he would have, uh, like, if he had rolled 11 like 11, 7, and 11, then he would still end up having like two hole left. So it's like, even if the dice were completely even, Duke is still alive. He's a monster to kill. <laughs> he refused to go down. And that's what we saw in the other, uh, in the other game we saw as well. You kind of, you had, um, Dirge on one side, Dooku on the other, the opponent, the yeah, yeah, opted in to Dooku, and 
So what it seems to me is like you kind of have once if Dooku ends up getting a little bit whole, you got a little bit of bait and switch going on where Dirge can kind of come in and be like, look at me, shoot, shoot me if, uh, yeah. if need be, if you're, you're trying to hold on to those seven points. Yeah, uh, Dirge and Dooku will kind of circle objectives and just like, especially in Scramble, they'll just kind of try to circle those two objectives and if Dooku needs to run, he'll run and Dirge will scramble and try to get blocks and get in the way with his cloak as well. It's just a lot of... The idea is really to make my opponent think way harder than I have to. Mm -hmm. If... If both my ships can keep cloak, that's, that's what, another seven positions that my ships could be in. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it's like, all right, you got 30 combinations you have to figure out now, and I've got six. And I wonder, I wonder as well, like, do – are some people – you know, they're looking so hard at that cloak that they're maybe overthinking positioning. When it comes to – because what it seemed like it, that – did I guess here's my question. Did you ever decloak in any of your other games, or was it just like the they were there just to soak up the damage when it came to Dooku? Uh, anytime you ignore Dooku, he'll decloak and ram proton torpedoes in your face. So like Ryan – sound strategy. Ryan Farmer. <laughs> yeah, when I played Ryan Farmer, um, Dooku decloaked, grabbed a box, came around – and then ended up proton torpedoing Ezra and <laughs> but, yeah, he decloaks him. Not a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I counted that up too when I was here in my room. Uh, he's cloaked he's cloaked seventy percent of the game. Or seventy percent of the time in all my games. But against some people he'll decloak early and just wreck havoc if he has to because yeah, you can't ignore him either <laughs> right now um will or will you have any questions for uh for james uh no just uh that, that was my question was like how many proton torpedoes did he end up shooting um uh, it's just uh it, just three just three because uh, yep. uh not that that's bad. It's just an interesting because um, we didn't see you like uh, target lock to even like threaten them, um, at least in the game I had saw. Uh, but that I mean, if he, you're right though, like three force with uh, four dice attacks. I mean, you you can't um, can't ignore him. Yeah, he target locked in the first game, but he was just so badly hurt that he had to run. It didn't make sense to, right? Like, why, why be stressed right. and you want to have the, have the tokens where you could. Now, obviously, you end up winning LVO, but I'd like to ask this question. You know, you played uh, five plus another four, nine rounds with this list. Um, had, had, if you could go back to before round one is there anything you would tweak with your list any upgrades that you maybe didn't use that you could maybe swap out for something else or was it pretty much you were happy with how everything kind of functioned oh i'm super happy with how everything functioned i don't, I don't think i can after winning say i would change anything <laughs> fair <laughs> um, i know a lot of people would say like independent i should 
Yeah. I don't. Um, it just takes away too much of the dial of the hyena bomber. Fair. Uh, it, it takes it's it's the hyena's gonna go too straight, three straight, too hard. That's it. That's all all the options it has left. So. And it, I mean, and it seemed like at least in the two games we had that you're keeping them together, and that makes them even like with those proximity mines makes them super scary, right? It's like you have this just group of hyena bombers. Just, just you don't want to be anywhere by that. Yeah, you kill one, but there's still two more there that aren't happy about it now. And I believe I heard uh, you were talking about one of your other games where you not only used the you know the proximity mines you know with direct like direct damage onto people, but uh, you kind of used them to box out some objectives. Yeah, they uh, close out lanes really well. So if you you park the the hyena on a rock, and then launch one out the front or one out the back, whichever you need, it, two of them together will close out just about any lane you want. And then they can just rotate, come off, and go get that other objective split up if they need to. And just deny space, is making you have less options. Mm -hmm. Really what the list goes well. Awesome, man. Well, uh, I, of course, want to say congratulations for winning LVO. I'm sure that feels great. I know sometimes after a big win like that, it feels a little bit unreal. You're like, did that really? Did that right. right? <laughs> but yeah, man, congratulations. Uh, you're, are you going to be coming to Worlds? Uh, I think I have to. It's not that far away now. <laughs> there, there you go. I like it. I like it. I, you gotta be. That's right, man. You're with the. You're with. You're in the elites. You, you made the. You made the jump. Uh, you obviously got the invites. You don't have to worry about the LCQ. And um, did you find out? And I'm. I'm just, this is me. I'm curious. Did you find out? Uh, are you getting the like room and flight and all that or transportation? I, I believe so. I think it ends up being like a 30 minute flight though. So. <laughs> Not much of a flea. I mean, f free? Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have to get all the details figured out now. Fantastic, man. Well, um, it's, it's, it's awesome. It was, it was really cool to watch. And for me, um, you know, as, you know, GSP, we're 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 big. We're archiving the meta, right? We're kind of following how things are going. This is a list that I would not have expected. For me, it feels like left field to see yeah, um, really <laughs> to see this list be a championship list. But what's going to be cool here, James, is you're going to see people trying it now. Like this is a list that 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 people are going to start iterating on. And the question is, of course, when people start iterating on a championship list, are they iterating in the right? direction the wrong direction that's all for history to figure out but uh it's i think it's really cool now before we let james go guys you guys have any other questions any thoughts uh anything before we let him uh let him let him off the chain <laughs> what so i guess i'll start because this was already kind of on my head for people who are considering picking the list up because i personally think um it as as a player on the outside looking in uh, and going to worlds, I wouldn't mind seeing a bunch of people try this because I don't think they can fly it right. <laughs> I think they're going to make more wrong decisions and they're going to get too antsy and not be as patient as and as disciplined as you were. So, yeah, that is what, 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 what could you, um, what kind of advice would you give to someone 
who is considering this list, how would you best practice it or get in the right mindset to play it? Um, it takes a lot of time. I was back and forth on Dooku, and you just have to give it time. Like, I'm like, well, I'll try Grievous and some Bomber or some Hyena. Like, this this doesn't work. And I just went, kept going back and forth, and you just got to give it time. You got to give it to reps. It, it, it took me like two solid months of playing with it nonstop just to really, really be patient. I think that's really the answer. Just you got to be patient with Dooku. That, that makes sense. All right, I, got, I got a question. And it's for the death pizzas. What's your favorite kind of pizza? You got a favorite pizza topping? Uh... I like barbecue brisket. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I've never had that on a pizza. That, that I have plans yeah, this you weekend. Eat barbecue pizza all the time, though. I do, but never with brisket. Never thought like, oh, <laughs> let's slap some brisket on the pizza. That that just brisket. feels smart, like a smart move. <laughs> brisket and jalapeno. All right, awesome. Marcel, you got anything for for James before we let him go? No, just a huge congratulations. Um, that, that's awesome. Well played. All right, James. Before we let you go, do you want to give out any any shout outs or anything like that? I'll just give, give you a moment. Give you a soapbox if you like it. Uh, just to my, my friends back home and our group of Value Pick Squadron. Uh, we post some articles every once in a while and take a look and look into the game. So. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. The only thing you need to do is literally just close the window that you're in, and you'll be all done. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So absolutely awesome. Uh, thank you to James for joining us today. Um, cool to hear his take. Two months of practice with this list. Lots of patience. And, um, yeah. It's just uh, uh, a heck of a run for sure. So uh, what I want to go ahead and do is let's take a look at, uh, of course, the runner-up list. We're going to head back to uh, head back to roll better here. And um, our runner-up, which I, I thought I saw him in the chat uh, earlier today, uh, was Patrick Hansen out of California. You want to go ahead and break that down, Ryan? Sure. Uh, so we have an empire list. Um, I guess, unshockingly, it, it, it has a Vader. It is of the Defender variant using Malice Juke, Heavy Laser Cannon. We have, I think, probably Defender Vader's favorite wingmate, Captain Faroff uh, in the Reaper with Seven Sister Crew. Um, and then we have an, uh, a second sister interceptor with extreme maneuvers, ruthless shield upgrade, and sensitive controls. Really like that. That sensitive controls, hard one extreme maneuvers if you want. It's a really squirrely, wiggly movement that is very unpredictable. And then just an academy pilot hanging out there, probably farming some points objective-wise and uh, just being a, an I-1 blocking nuisance sometimes. But uh, I, I, I kind of wrote back to the Faroff part. With Faroff being able, as a Reaper, jam, mm -hmm. jam's good. 
oh, yeah. are off much more durable than Vizier, so can really get shoved into the middle of things sometimes and be a real nuisance, which Re Reapers are much better at doing in that capacity. And then Seventh Sister can almost act as a double jam, or if you want to lay someone up real bad, can apply the tractor token if they opt for it to take a stress, whether it's off a linked action or bump focus. So I, I think Faroff is an extremely good setup and wingman to uh, Bader Defender. Uh, finding out the rest of those uh, seven points, uh, Patrick opted for the newly minted Second Sister Interceptor in Academy Pie. Which worked out very well for him. Yeah, it's, it's cool to see Second Sister in the, in that interceptor. I was wondering is. I was wondering what type of lists would it pop up in, and um, I'm not surprised that you know after seeing it, it feels like a little bit like a oh duh that you would you would need something like Defender Vader that could take enough heat off of her to keep her survivable and make it so that you, she gets opportunities to be not only defensive, which she's really good at doing, but also have her opportunities to get some shots in here or there. I think the one thing, though, that surprises me is uh, the ability for this list to, I guess, I, I would, I'd be curious to know the average split of kill points to objective points, because one thing um, I have noticed with Vader Defenderless as of now is it's not as much needing stuff to uh, like, like you just need to survive or live or whatever. Like living's good, but Vader can't sometimes take all the weight and do and be the only offensive push. I was really surprised to see that there was like. It was a four ship list with Defender Vader, and one of them was just an Academy pilot. The other two were Faroff, who, as disruptive as Faroff is, isn't exactly an offensive powerhouse. Mm -mm. And Second Sister, being a lower initiative, does need to use those maneuvers to be very unpredictable, but also still be kind of safe a little bit before it can really commit to some serious offense. So um, I think it, what, what surprises me is at, at face value, this doesn't seem to have a lot of offensive oomph to back up Vader so Vader doesn't have to shoulder everything. He's really good at shouldering a lot of stuff. Right. But if the objective clock is put on that list and someone's taken out Faroff or Second Sister, those kind of those uh, higher point things left in the list, Vader sometimes just doesn't have the time before those objective uh, points start stacking up for the opponent. Yeah, and that's what ended up happening in the final, right? So it was um, scramble the transmissions, if I'm not mistaken, right? And uh, there was just a couple turns where, um, no, no, the last I'm thinking of a different game. It was it was chance engagement. Was it the end? Was the end chance engagement? I'm doubting myself now. I can find this out quickly. Yeah, the final was chance engagement. Uh, but there was a couple of turns where uh, Patrick was didn't get the center. So we had a couple points there. And it, it made it so that he was on the back foot uh, about mid-game, uh, which is a little bit, obviously, it, it's tough, right, to be able to get, get that back. And then it ended uh, with um, 
it ended with Vader, unfortunately, at this point making a desperation 4K after a coordinated boost that just barely went off the board. Uh, but at that point, Patrick was was in that in that I got to figure out how to how to get how to grab victory out of the jaws of defeat and just didn't quite didn't quite uh suffice but uh yes patrick is in uh in the chat and he said he only lost second sister in the top eight versus isophane and top four versus jeremy so out of uh that many games over the weekend only lost her twice definitely, so that's it's definitely awesome. a very very durable ship with 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 two fours and i mean even just we, we recall back when the um the v1 the Tidemans V1s were a little more prevalent. Even just a single force in evade is, is very difficult to puncture. So if it felt the need to use extreme maneuvers on the sensitive controls, or even in just the regular boost afterward, um, after he already moves, still very difficult to puncture. And Ruthless is there. You know, that's, 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 that, that has been a, a real addition to some offense that you don't need a lock for, which helps Second Sister too. So... Um, Faroff just can take a while to punch through. It's it's very very durable for a Reaper. I mean, when when you don't have to take the evade action to be durable, and you just most people are going to modify their dice. Mm -hmm. You just get that free like I just I basically have reinforce all around because <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just like if you spend your green token, you don't have one. I'm just going to have an evade which frees you up to coordinate or jam or just focus and put up some offense. And it was pretty cool to see Patrick use Ruthless because Captain Faroff was almost never the focus of offense. So using the health of the Reaper as a resource to help Seven Sister punch harder and still have defensive tokens, also a big deal. Really, I really cool. I wouldn't be surprised if he used Vader Defender's health as a resource because a lot of people he did early on he games, did do that. I, we saw him do it yeah. once. Yeah, I, I would. A lot of people early on in the game say, I, "I'm not even going to try." Like Vader Defender, do what you do. What you do, I'm going to try and mitigate you, but I'm not right. going to realistically try and kill you. And as a Vader Defender player, you need to know that your health is a real resource to use. And that ruthless, hundred yeah. percent. I would definitely take a damage on Vader Defender just to help put second sisters shot through yeah patrick you're in the chat i would love to know how many like do you know in, in a single game how many times was the max you ruthless vader to push through extra damage would love would love to know really curious to know that um so let's go ahead and uh and keep it going here looking at our top four uh top four player jeremy chambley jeremy chambley brought the i believe the only thai brute and not just any thai brute people the brand new um flight leader ubel was uh was in the house so let's go ahead and take a look at that uh marcel you want to go ahead and read out read out this list uh, so you've got uh, Darth Vader, uh, the Battle of Yavin Vader, Boy Vader at um, six points. And he comes, well, it's not listed on there, but he basically comes with hate, extreme maneuvers, an extra shield upgrade, and uh, afterburners. Then he brought Flight Leader Ubel to tie heavy, as you said, I-5 with Ruthless, Sync, Laser Cannons, 
Tiber Saxon. Um, I don't is oh yeah, that gives you strain if you land a, a shot at range one or two. Electronic baffle and targeting assist MGK three hundred, which I believe is free calculates. Is that the free calculate? If you're not stressed mm -hmm. or don't already yeah. have a green token, you can get a calculate for each ship at range two to three in your firing arc with a max of two. Gotcha. And then um, you've got the Battle of Yavin Backstabber and Battle of Yavin Mauler Mythal, which again complement each other, plus uh, piggyback on Darth Vader to get three die guns. And um, similar to the uh runner up a black squadron ace tie fighter just to well the other guy had a academy but basically a two-point tie fighter to get you some um basically just get more than two points of value just mm -hmm. either carry a, a charge for two turns maybe get a lucky shot somewhere or just um take shots away from somebody else that's more meaningful and just let them go on that guy and also just not to um i think it's the exact same list that he brought to packs and one packs with so he won um the the philly tournament in december with this exact second. same list second okay second yeah he yeah. was in the, the finals final. with this exact list yes yeah. so it's still i mean still impressive top four and then finals with this exact same list so he's uh uh all of us going to world we should expect to see this list and we should expect to see jeremy doing well with it and maybe some other people that i think chris allen also, also saw like when i was going through it also had this list chris so allen and travis a... johnson they all they all went they all went in on the same list yeah. to get more more test test yeah so i'm pretty sure you'll see worlds. you'll see a number of these around as well as a number of the uh, well i don't know how many of the separatist ones but uh, definitely a number of the defender raiders uh, so very good list obviously a list that's been tested in a in a group environment mm -hmm. uh, approved by a number of people and done well into consecutive tournaments and that ability if you're not familiar with it after a friendly ship at range zero to two defense if it was dealt a damage card you may perform a bonus attack against the attacker so you know you have essentially you have a Dengar, Dengar like ability, but that triggers when you're shot or any of your friendlies, and uh, and you end up taking that damage. So you end up it's it's an offensive ability that can sometimes end up acting as a defensive ability if people are opting not to shoot. Which, I mean, sure, then you're keeping you're likely keeping more uh, ships on the table. So it's kind of a, a between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, and, and I think Dengar is the right the right description because the first time i flew on it against it um you know again I, I wasn't used to it and i was thinking more like uh quick quick draw ability where when when it happens you shoot again and it's not it's when it happens you shoot the defender right. um so having that arc you know where that arc is pointing and and making sure that that arc is pointed at the at the pieces that are more likely to do damage is important if you spread them out too too wide or if uh you have ships shooting from you know from out just outside of the arc um it, it just the ability doesn't doesn't trigger it only triggers uh against the ship that is taking the shot and and only while you're defending so you can't auto trigger it by like you know 
bombing yourself or something. Right. Yeah, I had to I had to reread after Pax when I saw his like how well he did with it. I I reread Ruthless to make sure he couldn't trigger it himself on his own friends with Ruthless. <laughs> um, it, is, it is only when defending. It's one of those ships that um, it 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 feels bad, but you gotta rip the bandaid off. The the earlier you get Ubel off the board, the better it's going to feel. It might hurt along the way, but what Ubel does to the board and to engagements can uh, can be pretty can be feel bad and favorable to the Ubel player. But the, the more Ubel stays on the board, the more extra shots he gets. It's bad, and, and, and it's still just one agility. It's like like you said, pull that yeah. bandaid off. It's it's like having a quick draw. When, when quick draws there, quick draws I six with a target lock focus every turn. It's going to cause a lot of damage. So the quicker you you deal with that the better it is for you all right let's go ahead and take a look at our other top four list this is uh mitch hurst and his first order squad will all right uh this first order squad has commander malaris uh with cluster missiles uh lieutenant uh gaelic uh with the new coordinating um, on Friendly Death, Ty uh, FO, with a Proud Tradition, Biohex Decrypt Codes for that coordinate, and a Tractor Beam Cannon. Uh, we got Scorch with a Shield Upgrade, uh, second Scorch, uh, known as DT, mm -hmm. uh, with a Shield Upgrade. We got Static uh, as well, uh, utilizing Proud Tradition and Ion Cannon, then Recoil, uh, that's the Silencer who can uh, essentially use Predator at range one, as long as they're stressed for that reroll. I uh, was just Predator and Sensor Scramblers for that beginning uh, uh, cloak token. I'm um, flying something very similar in Kyber, uh, utilizing uh, these five FO fighters, all of them being able to roll three attack dice uh, very easily, uh, whether it's between the cannons or the cluster missiles or taking uh, red tokens. Uh, then I can imagine uh, recoil in there as well, another I-4 uh, being able to uh, lead the charge, if you will, and be able to shoot double easily double modified attacks on offense. Uh, you're really getting a lot of uh, red dice out of what should be a, a swarm of just filler ships. I think the these TIFOs have really elevated themselves beyond just fillers. And uh, especially like Scorch and DT, these versions have five health on three agility. Uh, you're up to like X1 uh, kind of health at that point. Uh, what else has uh, five health and three agility? Click. And the shield upgrade uh, V19s. Not V19s, oh. uh, V-Wings. The V-Wings, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, being able to get uh, off uh, past that just for health uh, makes them so defensive out there. Uh, and yeah, if you if all of these guys bear down, now I don't bring the tractor beam. That's very interesting uh, to see uh, that tractor beam being able to move ships around, pull them in close, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, make it easier for that ion cannon follow up as well. Yeah, I know. I've been favoring uh, ion on both Gaelic and Static, which I think at baseline is still good, uh, but. 
I think what can potentially push the damage threshold up with this list is that tractor beam for Gaelic at I-5. Um, usually, tractor beam and tricks doing that to help enhance other uh, friendly ship shots, you need a certain amount of shots and a certain amount of good shots, not just like two dice attacks. You, know, you need a viable amount of three, maybe four at range one, if you could set it up to make that tractor beam like end up worth it over something that can do damage like an ion cannon. And this is a situation where it can work, um, especially when you can do a, a plethora of things, throwing stuff into Malus's cluster missiles, throwing stuff into range one of all of the Scorch, the DT, the recoil, these ships that can create the four dice at range one. And something as simple as just, I'm going to separate the boys, smaller stabber, you know, before they shoot. So there's there, there's some tools that Tractor Beam can use. Yeah, I do really, like to the, really make uh, through, like because this list is hot. This list this list is a slog to bring down because it's all four or five health. Yeah. Yep. Or six in the silencer with three agility. They're not easy to bring down quick, uh, without like some high powered quality attacks. And he's got the but bodies it, for for yeah. objectives as well. Like it's 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 mm -hmm. very well rounded. So when the key is trying to get up and like because because this is what, what this list was kind of lacking unless without a little bit of like perfect engagements or a little bit of variance is being able to push the damage so they get up in the race early enough to where the slog becomes that much more difficult and tractor beam might be one of those key things that does it like getting that ship that they're targeting out turn one gone and now you're like I'm four versus six, and I didn't do much damage in the first engagement. Whereas one of my ships got pulled from range three to range two. I've lost two agility total because I'm not at range three anymore, and I'm mm. minus one agility. And all this stuff just laid into me, and I'm dead. And actually, uh, looks like Mitch is in the chat. He said, uh, I did do that versus Jeremy. I tractored uh, one of the boys behind the other so that they went from eight attack dice to six attack dice that's a big deal that's a big deal by the way shout out mitch give me a ride to the airport okay want to publicly say thank you oh good guy mitch mitch is mitch is awesome also uh, i've said it many times mitch is also uh the top highlight in x-wing uh stream here for gsp the the five straight heard around the world with a quick draw uh beautiful oh yeah P people don't know mitch mitch was made famous for the the five straight quick draw template because he five straight a quick draw through a rock and killed wedge before he ever moved it was glorious it was glorious all right well let's uh let's keep it going here looking at uh, at a couple of the other lists so uh, as we get into the top eight the uh, player that mitch defeated to get into the top four was tyler tippett and he had a really cool uh republic list now on day one of swiss we saw republic not do well at all whether it was uh i mean there was a very high imperial um contingency there and maybe just the the imperial players there just i don't know whether it's experience or just bad luck but they just didn't show up 
They just didn't perform well. Uh, but we had much more Republic success and a higher turnout of Republic on the second flight of Swiss. This is what um, Tyler brought. So let's go ahead and break it down. We start with uh, Anakin in that Delta 7B. Uh, pretty much it's a staple definitely for Republic. It is a, a, a big hitter. Extreme maneuvers, Predator, R2-D2. Then you had Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Siege of Coruscant in the Ada 2. Uh, kickback, Siege of Coruscant. Click, Siege of Coruscant. And then Contrail, uh, customizable with Crackshot, R7-A7, def Delayed Fuses, uh, R3 Besh, and Proton Bombs. And the idea behind this, we got to see with, I think we had two games with Tyler on stream, the strength of the Born for This uh, Siege of Coruscant ability is so good. And specifically how it functions with Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's actually kind of similar uh, strategically to how James Stumbo uh, used Dooku is that that Obi-Wan Kenobi can absorb so many shots with its own three agility. It can get its own evade. It has a force plus getting tossed um, a conversion to an evade from a clone that just takes a, a dispense of focus and takes a strain. It's amazing. It's so good. And of course, they can the clones can use that amongst themselves as well with Obi-Wan Nanakin. And it was just like it was really amazing to see this what looks like a, a you know just kind of like a salad list like all these kind of random pieces and how um even a piece like kickback a v19 which v19s for a long time have not had a lot of value in the meta game and how a piece like that was out there and it was firing out it, it carries a missile is it a What's diamond the, what's, boron missile. Yeah, it has a, it has a diamond boron missile. You can't like you can't sleep on it. It can do damage, and because it doesn't seem as like a it doesn't seem like a very important target, people see, tend to ignore it. But essentially, kickbacks your uh, your first born for this kind of carrier. He's just out there like I'll just keep taking strain because people keep ignoring me, and it's. Um, it's pretty good. Obviously, Anakin's out there just trying to punch people in the face and outmaneuver people. But uh, I think just a really cool list and a different variation to what we were seeing in Republic before. And I do have to say it is great to see the impact of the brand new releases, the, the Siege of Coruscant, the Hot Shots and Aces 2, all this stuff showing up in the metagame right away. Dion, I think you mentioned before we started about start talking about Tyler, like mm -hmm. that this Republic list showed up and did really well, but a lot of other ones you said didn't. Mm -hmm. You want to know what the the key difference was? Hit me. You see any Arc One Seventies in Tyler's lists? No, no. Arc One Seventies. So they can still perform. They yeah. can be good. They're better than they were before. Mm -hmm. But man, are they the easiest number one target for me to pick to shoot across the table when I see it in a Republic list? <laughs> if, if if there was a wolf instead of an Obi Wan in here, yep. first thing to go, goodbye. Um, but uh, Obi Wan here, um, you're right. He is one of the most ridiculously defensive things in the game with this setup. Two evades at his disposal if he takes an evade action. A focus at his disposal from click. Three force. I, and then click. So if you get range one, you're not going over his dice. So uh, 
shove him in there. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he can. He can. Like you don't be. You don't be like. You don't play coy with that Obi. You have all the stacks of tokens with you. You just you go. You go get range one. You go get those bullseyes. And then uh, let's let's stay on the Republic train. Another top eight competitor we had was Liam Lee out of out of Colorado and brought another Republic list that I definitely would have wouldn't have expected. Uh, let's go ahead and take take a look at that, Ryan. Oh, uh, let me go back here. Who was this again? This is Liam Lee uh, L Male. If you're looking ah, at uh, those names. Yeah, so other Republic list here. Um, we have a Anakin in Delta 7B. Uh, this one opting for Chopper as the Astromech, which I think is, is a viable option other than R2-D2. Uh, it's probably the best chassis to be carrying Chopper. Um, also has spare parts, canisters, elusive, and patience. Uh, we have the Oddball Y-Wing as the four-point option with dedicated proton torpedoes and R4P. Contrail with the uh, Siege of Coruscant version instead of the custom version. One of the noble differences is it has an ion bomb, not a proton bomb mm -hmm. uh, or any other bomb of choice. It also has precise astromech. So it does have a way to double mod itself with focus plus lock by stressing itself as if you do it twice per game. Since precise has two charges. Um, we have kickback, also siege. Um, I think the, the key thing is it's one of the cheapest ways to get an evade for Born for this, but also really helps. He's I-5 and has a missile that gives him three hits. Yeah, it's, um, it's not then, just a support piece, right? Like, it, it, it can do work by itself. Yeah, there there are turns where, like, sure, like, the, the default is evade. Right. But it, there are turns that you should be trying to actively get kickbacks missile in the game because it does help push damage to help finish a game off or push the game to, towards the victory for you. And the last piece in this list is Clone Z95 Mac with Fire Control System, Synchronized Council, and Mag Pulse Warheads. So every ship in this list is actually I-5 or higher. Kickback, Knack, Contrail, Oddball, all I-5, then Anakin at I-6. So utilizing maybe those Mag Pulses to help neuter some of the offense back at his list um, since uh, he's opting for the four-point ship being oddball, uh, which is providing a lot more offense and, and trading more so than just staying alive like that Siege Obi. All right, let's go ahead and check out those next two um, top six, excuse me, top eight lists. We had a great friend of the show, Isofane, the 2022 LVO champion had uh, had another great run, got into the cut all the way to the top eight, did end up falling, and uh, with a, a list that is very much uh, his style, he loves his droids. Marcel, go ahead and take a look at that one. All right, so uh, I still flew uh, General Grievous in without maneuver Imperium and sold this one, which is um, kind of like stapled. Then Captain Seer in in the belly rub with K2B4, which if I'm not mistaken is the one where you spend the calculate in order to make people choose between adding a receiving a strain or getting a giving you an evade. Mm -hmm. uh, shield upgrade and impervium plating as well because it's not limited. 
um, then uh, DFS081 with the energy shell charges, independent calculations, and grappling struts. Uh, they're on my assembler, Vulture Droid. Uh, the the Iron Assembler. They, they're on my assembler. <laughs> I read it right. They're on. Uh, there's a my in there somewhere. With energy <laughs> shell charges, independent calculations, and grappling struts. Um, you got, uh, and then you got three separate separatist drones with Discord missiles. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is uh, didn't he win something recently with this exact same thing? And it's almost a, very similar, at least to what he won LVO with. So this is kind of like in his uh, in his bag, baby. Mm-hmm. He won um, the north carolina event that mitch hurst actually helped run mm-hmm. to um the only difference is the the other version had a couple hair prototypes with those energy shell charges because iron assembler was not out yet gotcha. now iron assembler is available so you have 081 as one of the energy shell charges iron assembler and then three separatists with discord missiles there you go. Uh, so yeah, very obviously very good list. Very good list for him. That's uh, seven ships. Um, a lot of those. Those in the, uh, not independent calculations, but those grappling struts are just really good in many of the objectives. They're just super good in 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 objective getting an objective points and uh, isofane pointing. Isofane in the in the chat does end up mentioning that Iron Assembler uh, actually did really well for him. Uh, has an ability to be able to soak damage. It ended up being able to uh, take like seven damage in a single game, which is absolutely crazy for a Vulture uh, to be able to warrant that number of shots into it, uh, which only gives you advantage, right? It gives you time, your opponent's wasting, uh, quote-unquote, wasting shots into it uh, when, with the number of ships on the table, you're probably playing around six to seven rounds a game. Like, that that Iron Assembler can extend the life of your list uh, quite a bit, <laughs> to say the least. Our last top eight list, and the last list we're going to talk about here, uh, comes from... Um, I forgot their actual name. Give me like half a second and I could tell you who it was. This was Jonathan Gores. Jonathan Gores here with uh, what I think probably what is the one of the most common imperial lists that we saw on Friday or some variation on it. Go ahead. Take it, Will. All right, this is featuring the Battle of Yavin, Darth Vader and his two wingmen, Backstamper and Mauler Missile, uh, normally uh, seen with Aiden as well to protect them. Uh, she's using an Ion Cannon and Elusive here, and then uses the four remaining points as two Black Squadron uh, TIE Fighters. Uh, those are the initiative three. So it ends up with a mini swarm, if you can call it that, of five TIE Fighters plus uh, that boy uh, Darth Vader. It's so and good. High, high agility, uh, really good output. And the more, the more and more I play against and play with uh, the Backstabber and Mauler, 
uh, that afterburners on them is really game changing. It it's lets so them keep good. Up with Vader, lets them escape. Uh, man, uh, with the, very with, very good. I mean, think about it. It adds between the hull upgrade and the afterburners. Not even counting like the oh, other things. Oh yeah, they know. They, they feel like, like interceptors. That's like 16, 17 loadout points. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a different ship. Like people who think about a Tie Fighter, think about what the Black Squadron mm -hmm. Ace and Iden is. All our backstabber are a completely different animal. Yeah, same silhouette, <laughs> different, 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 completely different thing. But yeah, those two are no are not going anywhere. Those are going to be imperial staples as long as they're affordable. Uh, they're in that three and four point range. We're gonna we're gonna see them for sure, and absolutely mm -hmm. amazing in objectives. Right? Anytime you need you need somebody to go defend an objective, go get something, a solo satellite array. You don't really want to mess with those two. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I'm guessing there's a non-zero chance in testing. They started these each at three points. Uh-huh. They were like six combined. They were like, I think they're too expensive at eight, but we sure as hell can't keep them at six total. <laughs> <laughs> like one of these has to be four. Okay. Uh -huh. I don't know if they're too expensive at eight. I mean, maybe. I, maybe. I don't know. Empire players. Right now, I mean right now they, they feel strong. I don't. They don't feel overbearing. Mm -hmm. That's fair. A lot of stuff is overbearing. That, that would that that would not be top of my list. All right, so that closes out our Las Vegas Open coverage. Um, of course, on our YouTube channel, you're going to be seeing those uh, those games pop up. If you are subscribed here on Twitch, you can watch them right away without delay. Uh, so, again, thank you to everybody who has done that. Remember, you can subscribe to us on Twitch for free every 30 days if you got that Twitch Prime uh, gaming. Um, so... Thank you to all who have done that. So what I want to do now is make a quick shift here uh, as we close out the podcast, talk a little bit about Sector Series. Sector Series going on. We just finished up round two um, playing. Uh, it was, uh, oh, my goodness. What was the what was the, the scenario? I think we were playing Chance. Yeah, ch Chance Engagement, people smacking each other around. Yep. I'd love to get updates. Uh, how would your guys' games go? I can uh, start. Uh, so I had flown a list I wanted to try out. What uh, sector are had... you in again? Just just so that people know. I'm sorry. What? what what sector are you in? Just for reference. Oh, it's sector one. Oh, Representing a... number one, one all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, I wanted to try out this uh, uh, Django Fett uh, dirge. So good. Uh, in Grievous, and then uh, the Siege 404 um, has an interesting comment. Not, not only are Dirge and Grievous just amazing pieces out there, mm -hmm. uh, and Django's fine on the fire spray, so can't be bad. Uh, but this, uh, there's a funny combination of Savage Oppress and 404. Three points, 404 can shoot a six dice advanced proton torpedo. Uh, it is. Uh, crazy. But what's even nuts is that he's got a barrel linked to Targalock. When he takes that red Targalock action, Savas can actually throw him a focus. So you can out there double modifying six dice attacks at just three points. Um, it it provides a uh, 
a target essentially for the enemy and that gives uh, the the other three the uh, dirge uh, grievous and Django just enough time to either get in behind them or get through their uh, their firing lines uh, to be able to start dropping bombs start getting out maneuvers um, I ended up going against uh, Matt Carey uh, oh. in a very tough game it came down to uh, just the last shots. Like I had to kill two ships, um, which was uh, not going to be an easy challenge, but a little bit of luck on road, uh, letting me move after him. And uh, obviously a lot of luck on offense uh, for my two attacks and uh, barely squeaked out the win against him. Right? So I opted to uh, not change my list. I was still going the route of trying things out with the list as is, going through the objectives that we have. Um, I have the same list as we just talked about with the Tyler Tippett brought to LVO. Mm -hmm. uh, it's something that within uh, our Discord have been talking through and figuring out and testing out a lot. Uh, so I want to continue myself trying it out. I went up. Oh, geez, what did I? What did I go up against? I feel like it was more than a week ago. <laughs> it feels so long. Um, oh, I went up against almost a mirror match, except no. uh, it was so it was Republic on Republic. Um, they brought they brought Wolf and Jag though, and they had Contrail and Kickback, and what fits after that? I know it was. I don't think it was Anakin. No, it was Anakin. How did that all fit? Oh, he didn't have click. Never mind. I don't know. It some combination of Republic ships. Um, I ended up. Uh, oh no, wait, that was a different game. I my head is so out of it right now. Uh, but it was another Republic uh, game. Pro Republic list. I think it was close to the same thing, except it was Wolf instead of Obi. Um, sorry, I played many games this week. That was some of them against Republic. Wish washing together. Sorry, good good problem. You you've been practicing. <laughs> yeah. Um it's like we so, got a big tournament coming up or something, something. I don't yeah, know. something to plan for, get practice reps in. Um yeah, so it, it was pretty close to a mirror match where he had he had he had a different build of Anakin 7B. He went with like brilliant evasion, um, elusive, and I think the the crit the crit droid and like I think a shield upgrade. So a little more defensive, but like the crit as well. He had Siege Click. He had Custom Contrail with uh, Prox Mines instead of a cheaper bomb. And then did opt for that Siege Wolf that I uh, tried to burn down really quick. And it, with, with the really what I'm not used to is having those type of faction mirror matches. A lot of times when we do practice games, we're trying to get a broad feel of stuff so it'll be like oh what what do you feel like playing oh it's republic all right well i'll do this um practice some of those mirror matches especially if you're an empire player because empire is really popular anyway so you should be playing other empire too um republic is gaining a little bit of steam at anything really uh don't forget to practice matches against your own faction even if it's not the same list but because it was chance and there wasn't a lot of extra points to be gained it was kind of like tiny little slap fights and then like a big hit like every once in a while because it's 
When did that Anakin get its big hidden? Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> because he kind of sees, he spends his time biding his time looking for his opportunity, right? Yeah, and everything else is kind of like just, just like tickling each other a little bit here and there and like getting a little bit of damage. So I'm used to going to full destruction, but that's because I've never had a Republic versus Republic enchants game in a long time, if at all. And we ended at like 13 or 14 for me and then like eight or nine for him. So lowish scoring, but I ended up pulling out the win. Um, and yeah, I mean, the Republicus feels good. Um, Tyler loves it as, as last I checked, as we saw it did well at LVO. Um, it's definitely high in my list for worlds. Uh, will I keep it for next round? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. All right, Marcel, what's your update for sector series? Uh, I played against uh, Maximus. I'm trying to remember what he played uh, because I played um, two games um, last week and both games kind of like, I used the same list, both well, similar list both times, so I, I don't quite remember. But um, what I flew was uh, the First Order. So I, I kind of borrowed a little bit from what William was doing in our Kyber Cup and flew the uh the gaelic um other i5 one malrus dt and scorch and then i was looking just for like different for different pieces like um you know he's flying another tie fighter plus plus hollow and then i looked at that then i looked at maybe another tie fighter and um a blackout um uh, so I, I was trying like different things to, to figure out like what what makes sense for me. Then I also tried like black on a hollow, and I settled on um, just two whispers. On I settled on let me see which ones whirlwind and and the other four the other named one at four points nightfall. Yeah, there you go, nightfall and whirlwind. Uh, and I actually enjoyed it a lot. I, I, I you know the um, they, they they've got like an a wing feel. But uh, obviously they can't focus boost and stuff like that. But the jamming as support for the Tie Fighters actually was was really really good. I ended up playing uh, one of the matches that I played was a mirror match, so I think that might have been the one that that was for Sector Series, which was the same four Tie Fighters, but uh, they had a uh, Agent Terex. Is it a no? No, they get Gideon Hask and um some other ship so they were doing like the whole everybody's going to be like three ships are going to be focused evaded every time um and it was a pretty close match i just looked at the score it was 17 to 13 so whatever whatever we played it was it was, it was a close game to 17 13 um because i also played against another one that was uh resistance with like finn poe i mean with finn and some other stuff so again that's why i, I kind of forget which one of the two it was that i played or well, which one it was that i played as part of the sector series versus uh just for fun but uh yeah i mean for you know will and i and i think will and james have been talking like you know six ships is, is a nice little sweet spot right now um if you're playing five you've gotta um you know you gotta make them work if you're playing seven um you're probably giving something up in terms of and six ships seems to be like a like a nice little sweet spot at least for me right now so i'm trying that i'm trying a couple um i think in the next round 
Uh, it doesn't care if my opponent's listening. I'm, I'm doing like um, a resistance six ships. So it would be Lulo, um, Lulo Sefton with Prockets. So two, I, no, Lulo not with Prockets. Lulo like shield upgrade and stuff. Lulo Sefton, Zay, BB-8, Finn, and then another three-pointer, either Merle or Jarek. Probably Jarek, so I can get three I-5s in there. So it would be Lulo, um, Sefton, and Jarek. You really, you really tore up my suggestion of Jaeger when I first I suggested like it. it to you. Oh, I was like, no, Jaeger sucks. And then I'm like, wait, no, I-5. Oh, I-5 Magpulse? Like, I-5 I Magpulse plus, you know, maybe the Slamming around? Yeah, yeah. yeah but, um, but yeah, so like three... Yeah, it may make sense. Like three I fives and then BB eight, Zay, and Finn. So that's probably what that's along the lines of what I've been trying. So I've been trying the six ships and the rebels and I'm I'm bored of Empire. Uh they're really good, but I just kinda done with it. I already lost. I lost my first week. Well, I nobody heard me say that. So yeah, so you guys are doing really well in sector series. It's a good chance you guys end up end up playing each other maybe at some point. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. You know, we, we can only have so many. Only four out of each sector end up making it uh, into the uh, sector series top cut. So it'll it'll be tight. So our next sector series. Scenario is going to be scramble the transmissions three objective tokens out there. Um, I think probably my number one tip for anybody who's playing this week is, and we saw it happen a few times on stream. You cannot let your opponent have turns where they get all three scrambles at the same on the same turn like that is a recipe like one turn you probably can survive it but if you let it happen for multiple turns where you have all three where your opponent has all three of them you probably have lost the game at that point it can snowball real fast yeah it's it's definitely one of those situations where you've trained your brain to where like we shot i can k turn behind them mm -hmm. right and then i can pursue them uh but if you have the opportunity to just fly past them and grab the objective they were trying to have the whole game and then K-turn, spending just uh, that one extra round could, I mean, it's a, it's a two-point sway, right? Yep. Every time you take an objective from your opponent. Absolutely. One of the ways that James talks about it is if you let somebody have a three-point swing, like that's, a, they basically got a ship worth like a ship dying worth of points because you didn't do something, right? You didn't, you, you made, you, and it may have been tactical. You, you decided not to take the, uh, the, the objective or your opponent had higher initiative than you on, on, on the one that you did have, which can happen. Uh, so, so watch out. You really have to play the objective in my opinion and scramble unless you really can come in and clean the table pretty quickly. You got to do it fast, though. You got to do it in the first couple of rounds. So good luck to everybody playing Sector Series. Uh, any shout-outs or any uh, for the good of the order before we uh, head out for the night, gentlemen? I uh, just want to give a shout-out to uh, Kenneth uh, doing me and Marcel's pairings. Uh, hopefully we can have another successful week. 
All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, remember to tune in live on Wednesday for some live uh, Sector Series games. And, uh, of course, if you want to follow the action, you can go ahead and go to GoldSquadronPodcast.com, click on Sector Series, follow it on uh, Roll Better to see how the matchups are going. And if you click on a player's name, you can actually see their list from round to round. Most players are remembering to do that. I'm actually in the process of issuing some warnings for people not putting in their lists. So uh, some people getting spanked, just saying, okay? And not in a fun way, just saying, okay? All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Be smart and be safe. Gold Squadron.